This is the Detroit is Different Podcast Network, the culture of an American classic city. What's up, people? It's me, Ramon. Welcome to the podcast that will entertain, educate, and inform you. Grab a ball and get ready for this serving of cornbread and caviar. What's up, people? It's me, King Ramon. I'm your host, and I want to welcome you back to another episode of Cornbread and Caviar, the podcast that will entertain, educate, and inform you. Thank you for joining us today for what promises to be an amazing experience. Follow us on Instagram. Our handle is Eat Cornbread and Caviar, and feel free to email us anytime with any feedback at eatcornbreadandcaviar at gmail.com. Today, I am joined by the hardest working co host the gorgeous, voluptuous, ever so slightly neurotic resident voice of hospitality and custodian of truth, grace to my will, my sister, none other than... Miss Maria Renee, hello, hello, did you miss me? Yes, you did. I'm so glad to be back. I've missed you all. (laughs) How have you been? What have you been doing? (laughs) We're all in prison at the moment. (laughs) That's where I like to keep us brown people in prison. We're so locked down. No locked doors. <laughs> Don't make me. See, you're going to make me have a cough and people going to think I have COVID. I have an allergy. Uh, it's allergy season. So it I've been is. already telling everybody, if I get to sneezing and coughing, don't come over here. Tell about about you got it. Go get tested. I am You're not. a biological terrorist. Hand no. me that Zyrtec over there is what you can do. Thank you. <laughs> exactly. Get out of my damn face. Okay. Exactly. And we have the phenomenal, never to be underestimated, curator of passions and sentiments, student of love, life, and Hennessy, the talented pretty boy himself. What's up, everybody? It's your favorite bad bitch, James Brandon. (laughs) (laughs) Why can't you be a good bitch? What's fun about being good? Oh. (laughs) What's better about being bad? Naughty, naughty. Naughty as hell. Mm -hmm. Pandemic then got you acting crazy. According to you, I was already crazy. (laughs) I would never say anything like that. Why would you lie? It's Sunday of all times and days. Shouldn't you be repenting for your sins today? Do you even know the Lord? Yes. (laughs) I tried him for myself, so I know him. I tried him for myself. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go with shout outs. Today, I'm going to start the shout out. Yes, start the shout out. I'm going to give a shout out and I'll probably do it quite a bit again just to all the frontline workers. I want to thank you guys for everything you're doing. That oh, you're welcome. What you're doing, Miss Marie Renee. Thank you. What you're doing, James. What my staff and I are doing delivering food. You know, everybody, thank you for what you're doing. Cornbread and caviar, I appreciate you. And for those who are ungrateful and don't know how to say thank you, I want to say thank you on their behalf because they mm-hmm. just don't know better. Mm-hmm. They don't know better. So true, thank true. you guys for everything that you are doing. Who wants to go next? Oh, child, I don't know. I had a shout out the first time, and this time I don't know. Okay. You got one, Maria, right now? I do. Um, I do want to shout out the frontliners, all of my coworkers, and, and everybody that's been holding it down since the beginning. Um, I told y'all that it wasn't going to be easy, 
But if we put our heads together, all our years of experiences and degrees, we can make the best of this and, and, and keep it going. So um, hats off to us for, for staying the test of time. Um, I want to thank my family for being patient with me and uh, with all my antics and letting me rest and sleep and <laughs> Oh, yes. You antics? What? I agree with that. My self care and just letting me just, you know, have my little moment, and <laughs> get it done, and yeah. So shout out, and, and everybody else has it's been hard on our children, um, on our spouses. I'm more than sure some of us may be at the divorce court when this is all <laughs> over with. <laughs> I realize I don't like your ass. Yes. Some, this pandemic that fucked up our relationship. You know, and then some of them then brought, you know, their spouses closer together. So mm-hmm. and their children and their family life has has mended. So that's a good thing. Um, I I hear both sides at work. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't have them issues, but okay. shout out to people that do. We're going to be all right. I do piggyback off of Maria Renee's shout out. Because I know there's been a couple of times I've went home and my mom is like, you don't look like you in a good mood. Mm-hmm. And I'm like. I'm not. And I just go in my room and I just Close the door. shut myself out. And then she won't see me until like 10 o'clock at night. Like, you okay? And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm a little bit better now. Um, so yeah, shout out to her for that. But then I also want to shout out all of you. <clears throat> and you know, it's died down a little bit right now. Yes. But um, the Savage Challenge and y'all posting y'all TikToks on Instagram and Facebook. Oh, it's been nice. It has to stop. What? I don't have TikTok. I'm not interested in viewing TikToks. So if I was, I would download TikTok and I would watch it. But I'm tired of being subjected to having to watch y'all poor dance moves and hear the same songs over and over. This it's is a cute. Show. It's cute when my six-year-old brother and my, you know, my niece, you know, they're doing their little it thing. Is you know, it's that have cute. Come together to but do a I'm video. I'm tired of seeing y'all grown folk. Yes, doing it. It's annoying and it's frustrating. And it's keep for your the TikToks on TikTok. It's I am over it. The culture. I am over it. And also. Another thing, and this is to the gays, and this is only because Ooh. I am a gay male and I, f- I follow gays on social media and things of that matter. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see your nudes. Oh. Keep your porn. <laughs> porn is period, you know, point people, blank. People can, you viewing porn is not po- wrong at all. I watch porn. I go to places like my Vidster. I go to Pornhub. However, the normalization of porn on social media sites like Facebook or Twitter is very frustrating. I don't like being in public and standing behind someone who opens up Twitter and it's just now casual for you to be viewing porn in the grocery store. I think now you may have you may have a slight obsession at this point. Uh oh. And it's irritating because then it also translates into the dating world. Now you are constantly looking for a porn star. Looking for a porn star. Because all you do watch every day instead of watch, you know, watching the Michelle Obama documentary on Netflix, you watching your next door neighbor get dug out for a bump and three dollars. And I'm like, it is frustrating because then everyone always expects you to be a sexual being upon initially dating you, and it's like I'm more than I have breasts and brains. Okay, so you not gonna come at me like. 
oh, you got a nice ass. Like, that should not be the first thing out of your mouth. I know it's attractive. Thank you very much. Mm. However, there's much more to me than my buttocks. So, yeah, the gays, I really wish y'all would stop I'm so the sick normalization. Of y'all so sick of y'all gays. I'm about to start dating women again, child. Like, I'm just. your women. Okay. Just again. Yeah. I was just going with the flow. Let it process again. You did process again. I said again. Wait. Um, but yeah, the normalization of porn, and this should be a whole podcast topic too, the normalization of porn and sex for people's everyday lives, although there's nothing wrong with it, I think now it's, it's, become, a time and place it's for become an obsession for people and it's a little bit disheartening to someone like me who sir, likes to keep that. Sir, we're in quarantine. I don't care. It was before you, you we were in quarantine. Well, it, just didn't it was before quarantine. more now. This, it's just like, <laughs> it's disheartening for someone like me who doesn't focus on sex when it comes to like building a, a romantic relationship with somebody. Like, or even a friendship. Like, I don't want, like, I don't want to just sit and talk about like, oh, did you see who was on Freak Twitter last night? No. And I don't care who's on Freak Twitter. Okay. Let's talk about CNN or, you know, how is your business plan going? Like, I don't want all of our conversation to be a shady mess. Like, that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's a whole nother. Okay. I'm done. Yep. <laughs> that's all right. Say he tired Speak of your the, peace. That was your shit. foolishness. The gays and your porn. Foolishness. And, uh, uh, <laughs> And you guys on TikTok, those are shade shouts for you. And a positive shout out to Team Team for being uh, supportive of his uh, challenges when he gets <laughs> off work. Bitchiness. So let's move on to our random question of the day. Mm-hmm. What is the most ridiculous thing from your perspective? And Maria Renee, you can go first on this one. What is the most ridiculous thing, one thing, long-winded uh, lassie, um, <laughs> that you heard the president say during this pandemic? One thing. Um, if we've had over two hundred and fifty thousand deaths, then we've done good. <laughs> James, I didn't even know he said that. Um, the thing that bothers me the most <laughs> that he said was when he called it the Chinese virus. <laughs> China, yeah, China. That that really like I will never say that word again the same way. It's gonna always be China. That like really struck a nerve with me. Um, because for him to be an uh, the uneducated man that he is, and him to be on a national platform, um. Pretty a much global platform. Uh, yeah, a global platform because everybody sees, you know, because it's, you know, the United States is a, a shit show and everybody's mm-hmm. laughing at us. So for him to get on a national and just discredit a whole people and place, it's frustrating. Even if it did originate there, you know, or whatever, like everyone can have their own opinions on it. But just for him to be who he is and have said that, it's just like Barack would have never said that. Of course not. So my president would have never class. said that. So. Yeah, we know. And look that. at me being a long-winded one today. That's okay. It's fine. Um, but Rock couldn't when, ever. When he said, my thing was when he told us to inject ourselves, um, child, <laughs> and people did too. Um, I would be interested to know the death toll from <laughs> that particular. I think we need to lump that into the COVID. He said, 19. inject us with bleach or something. Yeah. Or yeah. Household disinfected. Household disinfectants. Household disinfectant. Disinfect ourselves with household disinfectants. And he said that without even realizing and knowing that he's the fucking president of the United States and people will take what you say and run with it. I that, still think he feel like he a businessman. And then those companies had to come out and say, 
don't inject our cleaning supplies. Yeah, don't do like, that. Like, it's for cleaning. It's not going to go through your bloodstream and just wipe out everything. It's going it to burn your bloodstream if it was it goes that through. easy, then it would have been done. Yo, cooter mama going to be on fire. <laughs> <laughs> I was so outdone when he said that. I'm like, um, you, you said do better what? not put no bleach down there. Okay. Like, I'm about to inject myself. Let me find a good bang. Wait. No. You'll never be able to touch her again. Okay. Yeah, that's a good bang. Go ahead and inject the bleach into me, Ernest. Terrible. And then you got people laid up. And then, I want them to put, like, <laughs> it's kind of funny because it's so stupid. I want them to do a Saturday Night Live. I want them to do a skit where <laughs> the police get a call from the next door neighbor that they think something's wrong because they haven't seen their neighbor, their family and neighbors in like a week. Mm-hmm. And they busted the door and it smells lemony fresh because the uh, the family has injected themselves with lemony with fresh bleach. Pine sauce. <laughs> pine sauce. And they all on the couch laid over dead. But they, they preserve because <laughs> I want to see some shit like that. I'll be a part of that one because that's my idea. Terrible. You hear that Saturday Night Live? Bring me on. Get my career started sooner. So that is just dumb. So, you know, that's our president. Let's move on to this um, Brown Brilliance. Um, so <laughs> we have for Brown Brilliance today a, I was unable to find a lot of information about her, but I wanted to make today about her, for today's Her Brown Brilliance Award Um our little sister died from a car accident. She died from her injury. She was age 34 on April the 28th, 2020. She was known to fans as one of the stars of Lifetime's reality show, Little Women Atlanta. Known as Mama Bear to some, she was born Ashley Ross. And today with a heavy heart, Cornbread and Caviar's Brown Brands Award goes to Miss Minnie. Rest peacefully, little sis. Now, Miss Minnie died, like I said, in a car accident. So, um, No shade, but they said it was her fault. They did say it was her fault. That's just unfortunate. They did say it was her fault. That's unfortunate. I wonder. I don't know. Somebody somebody who was not me. Somebody who was not me said that was she unable to see over the steering wheel. That's just wrong, first of all. And then secondly, you already shaded her when you said our little sister died. Because she's not much younger than you. She is younger than me, so when I said little sis, I, I meant like, like three young, days. I meant like <laughs> no, because I'm I'm almost thirty eight. When I said little sis, I meant like younger than me. Like Marie Renee is my little what sis. What came off shady? That's not <laughs> what I meant. You gotta what? Get, okay, you, I listen to the read, and Crystal always says words mean things. Oh, they do, and yeah. they have a time and a place. So mm. when you're speaking of someone who we all know. Is not like the rest of us. Then you say Lil, it can it can come off shady. Only for someone Period. like you who's looking for something. Everybody else knew that I meant age. Because Maria Renee is my little sis. Because I'm older than her. What, what do you want? What okay. You, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Brown Bridge Award goes to Miss Minnie. <laughs> May she rest in peace, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... Listen, we just want to do another talk about COVID-19. Because uh, we ain't talking about this no more. <laughs> we ain't talking about this no more. It's going to be the second show we've done about it. And we will mention it to talk about little things as a part of a bigger show that's not about COVID-19. But we do want to talk about... We Listen, we definitely will not be talking about this man on this podcast. <laughs> okay? But we want to talk more about Donald Trump. <laughs> I pulled out a list from the Washington Post. 
of some of his dumbness. And so we want to just go through that briefly. And we're going to call this a show because I'm not going to spend a lot of time talking about this food. But I want to make sure we're clear that at Cornbread and Caviar, we do not support the foolishness of the current White House. Okay. Uh, we are not going to ever tell you who to vote for. But we are going to tell you that you need to vote and make sure you vote smart because make sure the person is qualified. Just imagine if you are a manager, you listening to this, if you are a manager, have ever been in the management position, you know that you're not going to hire or but you've been an employee likely. You know that you are not going to get hired for a position if you're not qualified. Right. So just because you can get voted into the presidency at a certain age does not mean you should be the president just because you meet that age requirement in the United States and you're naturally born here. You should not. So. That goes for uh, uh, Donald Trumpkin. He should not be in the White House because he's not qualified. He's done some decent things, maybe. I don't know. I'm trying to give him some credit, but honestly, he's just not fit for the White House. So um, let's get right into this so we can get off of him for the rest of our lives because I don't want to talk about him anymore. Not seriously, anyway. So uh, let's just get into this cornbread and caviar. So... um, he had, I just pulled up a lot of things that talked about how he, he just really, really <sighs> contradicted himself. So here's one topic, his total authority as a president versus the governor's calling the shots. Now, on April 13th, he said, and we quote from Washington Post, that the authority of the president of the United States having to do with the subject we're talking about is total. I have the ultimate authority on reopening the economy. The president of the United States calls the shots Two day, three days later. He said, you're going to call your own shots. You're going to be calling your shots, talking to the governors. So I don't understand. I don't think he knows either. (laughs) (laughs) You said, I'm the president. I call the shots. And then three days later, you said, governors, you're going to be calling your own shots. It it sounds like his advisors are um, saying, hey, um, Trumpkin, you can't do that. Because the states have that you you can't veto whatever, but they have ultimate authority right now. They probably go took him behind the curtain and said, "No, you can't do that, bro." And then he went back after three days later and said, "Okay, well, you gonna call your own shots." Uh, and Lord, why he do that? Well, the, I mean, the, the he's telling the governors to call their own shots, shots, which rightfully so. And then you know they're calling shots and saying, "Oh, well, we need X, Y, and Z." And he's saying, "Like, I oh, don't talk to them governors." Especially that woman up in Michigan yeah. or whatever the hell. How you know, sexist he was that to say that woman? Like, you know, if if the shots that she's calling are requiring the government to pitch in something to assist, you know, whether it's PPE. But you for, can't have your hand in a lion's mouth and don't pet it. I don't know what her right, staff yeah. is telling her. Mm-hmm. But you can't, you, that was one person you just. Yeah, I I agree. Sometimes when you know who you you got to know who you're dealing with. Is that I don't know where she's been. You got to know who you're dealing with. I don't know where she's been at. But, yeah. Uh, mhm. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's something. I mean, and honestly, <laughs> I just can't believe he said that woman. But like, she's a shady lady because then she came on TV wearing a shirt that said that woman from Michigan or whatever <laughs> it said, and I was like, that's my girl right there. That's I what love big some rich. cute shade. Big I rich. love some cute. Shade. Now I ain't calling her big wretch, but I like it's, it. It's you know, I mean, the ghetto, like you know. But um, I mean, it's cute for y'all. I like big wretch. That's cute. What's another y'all photoshopping um, buffs on her and shit like the ick not see I ain't even gonna get off into that. <laughs> <laughs> so on February twenty sixth, this is a flu. 
this is like a flu. Now you treat this like a flu. It's a little like the regular flu that we have <laughs> the flu shots for, but it is the flu. And then on March 31st, he said, it's not the flu. It's vicious. Rawr. <laughs> <laughs> flu is very different from Corona. He said that on April 22nd. So the thing about it is, this is a man. <clears throat> the mediocrity child. Yes, he's mediocre. Now, I've been called mediocre before by mm-hmm. somebody. Mm-hmm. And that pissed me off so bad. Mm-hmm. Mediocre, you call me mediocre with what I've accomplished and what I've done. That really makes me mad. No, this is mediocrity. This fucker said, without any qualification to his name, mm-hmm. this is a flu. How the hell you know what it is, bruh? You don't have Dr. Enough? Trump. Doctor, oh, oh, got it. He's he got a he got an MD and a PhD yes. too. Okay, a couple Dr. of Trump. Beautiful. My thing is. You don't know enough about it. At least let some data come in. Come to the people and say, listen, we don't know what this is yet, but as soon as we find out, we'll let you know. That would have been my response as the president of the United States. I do not know what this is. That's what Barack would have said. Right. I don't know. Because he got the analytical mind of a lawyer. Trump has nothing. So I'm thinking like, okay, we don't know what this is, people. As soon as we get more information, we'll report to you, but stay safe. Get back to you tomorrow. Whatever. And then a month later, he said it's not the flu. It's vicious. And then almost a month later than that, Flu is very different. Okay. okay. He's digging himself a hole he can't get out of. But it's okay because how many times has he dug himself a hole whether there's grabbing pussies or making it okay? Listen, he's made it okay for racists to come out the closet. They had on... And he was silent about it, which means that he's saying it's okay. Child, they had on a Trump mask and a Barack Obama mask and they was doing pirouettes on the yep. Capitol Yes, they were. Up there doing a whole that synchronized routine, child. I correct. was like, what is going on? Excuse and me. My, mm-hmm. You didn't know that? No. There were some young girls that couldn't they have been any dancing. more than 15 up there doing yep. pirouettes and splits and high kicks. With a ballerina skirt With a ballerina skirt and, and a, 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 some tights. Mm-hmm. And a Trump, one of them had on a Trump mask and the other one had on a Barack Obama mask. What was the floor they supposed to be given? It was when people were out there protesting. Are they saying that Trump and Obama are dancing together? I don't get it. I have absolutely no clue what know. the message was. But they were cheering them on, for sure. Child, they was up there doing a the whole... You would have thought it was the... The alien dance agent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, what was is going on? Okay. It was full extensions, hey. honey. Ooh. I was I like, like, okay. Y'all better dance. Is that what's going on? And then shout out to my mom. You know, my mom is white. And she has been on social media giving it to the people who are on there um, discrediting the fact that this, you know, has become, also become a racial issue. And how it's disproportionately affecting brown people as well. And she's on social media letting people have it. So shout out to my mom for doing that because I don't do it. But, you know, my mom's been going in on people on Facebook and stuff. And I'm going to let her. Well, a lot of women with biracial children are scared and concerned, especially with the whole um, Aubrey, uh, my Aubrey thing. Like, Oh, yeah. And and the Sabrina, um, I forgot her last name, but I think they all should be in some way nervous and scared because yeah. if they are of a darker complexion nobody is going to care that their mother is caucasian right absolutely yeah Period. even her own <laughs> even her own sister so she's been know. saying stuff like that too oh yeah you know they don't get along no more she think it's cute to get carry a gun and you know she racist and homophobic and all that so she now you know. now listen here what i do want to because when we do get back out of jail i'm gonna get my um 
CPL reinstated. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to start teaching Daniel how to shoot. I think oh, that Lord. is... No, no, seriously. I think all of our children, if Ahmaud Arbery ain't taught me nothing else, is that you need to be... We need to be armed at this point. It's our God-given right, for one. It's the law. We have the right to bear arms. Ain't never came out that, that an African-American ain't ha- can't have no gun. Right. I got you. Lawfully, yeah. we can carry a weapon. But when we carry it, it puts a target on our backs and makes them want to shoot us more quickly. Okay, well, now it's time for you to stay at the gun range and get your... Because I got to shoot back. You trying to kill me for nothing. I mean... <laughs> it, 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 look, if it's going to be some shooting, I'm not going to be unarmed so you can shoot me. Are you talking about cops or other, other people? I'm, in general. Look, even us against each other. It's time. Just a mess, child. Well, on to the next one. <laughs> I'm teaching my baby how to shoot, and that's for real. And it's, it's crazy because I brought it up at my job, and I was talking to the nurses about it, and they're like, Renee, Brian has been shooting since he was five. He goes hunting with his dad every summer. You know, that is very true. So, you know what I'm saying? Had, like, they teaching their kids from, from yay high the, the, to clean and operate a gun. Like, as For as long normalcy. as I remember, the, the men going up north to hunt, mm-hmm. no matter the age, Take was a thing children. in my family since I never went. Because, you know, I was, mm-hmm. liked being at home playing with the Bratz dolls. Mm-hmm. But, um... You know, all the men for one weekend, you know, yep. and one woman would be up there. My great grandma would go up there and she'd make donuts and cook breakfast for mm-hmm. them all. And then everybody mm-hmm. would go out during the day and hunt mm-hmm. on their property. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody had a gun, yep. you know. So, yeah, I mean, that yeah. is very true. It's happening. Mm-hmm. I yep. told my sister she knows. Yep. So. Okay. Ooh, well, yeah. on to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> so Trump's, um, you know, about this being a pandemic. So on January 22nd. You know, he was asked whether he was worried about a pandemic, and he said, no, we're not at all, and we have it totally under control. It's one person coming in from China, and then on March 17th, he said, I've always known this. It's a pandemic. I felt it was a pandemic long before it was called a pandemic. (laughs) So, um, clearly, he doesn't know what he has going on in that brain of his, but I mean, he's the president, right? So, he he can do that, so... Yeah. I mean, if you didn't vote or if you voted for him, shame on you. That's the reason why he's where he's at. So, mm-hmm. you know, my heart of hearts, I do believe he's going to get a second term. So, got another four years. So, <laughs> breathe through it. Mm-hmm. It's like a really bad childbirth and the pain that goes with it going on and on and on and on having him in office. It's like a perpetual pain of childbirth. It's horrible. So here's another part. Uh, Having control over it. Here's what he says before on several dates from January to February. So January 22nd, he says, we have it totally under control. January 30th. We think we have it very well under control. (laughs) February 24th, the coronavirus is very much under control in the USA. And the 25th, the day later, you may, ask, you may ask about the corona, which is very well under control in our country. And then March 15th, he says, it's something that we have tremendous control over. Mm. Now, here's one statement after on March 16th. 
If you're talking about the virus, no, that's not under control for any place in the world. I was talking about what we're doing is under control, but I'm not talking about the virus. What? <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, wait, what do you mean? Okay, you said we have it under control on five different occasions in the last three months. Then the day after March 15th, you say, <laughs> I'm not, we, it's not under control in the world, but I wasn't talking about that for the United States. It's just, what he said doesn't make sense. I was talking about what we're doing is under control, but I'm not talking about the virus. So you said that the coronavirus is very well under control in the United States. It's very clear right here. It's very much under control, but then you said it's not under control in the world. And he wasn't talking about what (laughs) he was talking about. What they're doing is under control, but he was not talking about the virus. You are contradicting yourself, ma'am, sir. I don't understand. I'm confused. Ma'am, sir. <laughs> I, I just don't get it. So. Okay, so we're on to the next one now. So um, this was his take on China handling the virus. So on January 24th, he said the United States greatly appreciates their efforts and transparency. February 7th. Chinese president, um, however you pronounce that, Xi Jinping, is strong, sharp, and powerful. You know, I help a lot. I help a lot of um, foreign people at my job. So I'm trying to learn. Um, So Xi Jinping is strong, sharp, and powerfully focused on leading the counterattack on the coronavirus. February 7th, same day, he said on whether he was concerned China was covering up the spread of the virus. No, China is working very hard. And then after the fact, on April 15th, he was asked, do you really believe those numbers? Oh, no, I'm sorry. He was not asked. He said, do you really believe those numbers in this vast country called China? Does anybody really believe that? April 17th, two days later, he said, we don't have the most we don't have the most in the world deaths. The most in the world has to be China. And China's official numbers are lower than the U.S.'s, though there are very valid questions about their accuracy. (laughs) I'm beefing with China, though, because they really think that African-Americans that live over there brought the virus. And they've been treating them And they've been treating them poorly. poorly. Mm -hmm. poorly. So I won't be patronizing Ling Ling and Rang Rang and them (laughs) when it's open back up. Don't blame us for that shit. And honestly, it's... It's uh, my friend Eben lives in he lived in China. I think he moved to Taiwan now. I think that's different. So I'm thankfully he's not there anymore. But he Eben left and went to China so many years ago and just stayed there. I guess he likes it. I don't know. But um then he went to Taiwan. So I think he's been there now for a while. So I had to check on him and make sure he was okay. Mm-hmm. And that's when I learned he was in Taiwan recently. So Thank God. Maybe we'll get Evan on the, on the phone one of mm-hmm. these days and uh, talk to him on Cornbread and Caviar. Oh yeah. We'll do a little mm-hmm. interview with mm-hmm. him. That would be amazing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what's next? So uh, you want to do this with Maria Renee? Mm-hmm. The success of testing, right? Oh, God. We know this is going to be a crock of bullshit. <laughs> On Mark 6, he said, anybody that needs a test gets a test. They're there. They have the test, and the tests are beautiful. He's <laughs> so fucking stupid. <laughs> the tests are all perfect. Like the Ukraine letter was perfect. The transcription was perfect, right? This was not as perfect as that, but pretty good. (laughs) March 12th, he said, frankly, the testing has been going very smooth. And then, boom, here come April 21st. Testing is good in some cases, and in some cases, it's not. (laughs) 
but you just said testing has been going so smooth, which will really be smoothly if you know your adverbs and shit. So, okay. Mm. Okay. Where, name me a spot where the testing was going good and it was beautiful at. This testing still ain't always Because if you've board. ever been swabbed for COVID-19, you already know that's some painful... Ain't nothing beautiful about that shit. <laughs> Not <laughs> nothing, okay? They're like, it's very uncomfortable. They get all up in your junk. You're like, Man, damn. They touch a wall that you didn't even know was in there. Oh. Exactly. That's like when they stick the little thing up in your penis hole to make sure you ain't got certain STDs. That's hard. That's painful. Mm. It ain't cute. It ain't cute. You don't have a penis. It's hard to be know. a man. It is. Y'all women ain't got it. Y'all ain't got it as bad as we do. We don't have it as bad as you do. He's. We know he's just joking because that's clearly. Do you know? I bleed every month. I get cramps. That I have been dug in and clipped and stamped and and touched and 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 we rode on and all that for the past two weeks. So what you're saying? What you do in your sex dungeon with fisting and we all that stuff? We're not talking about no. This is from the doctor. This is not Candy's Playhouse. So she <laughs> is sure not ain't. in the sex dungeon. <laughs> well, what? It surely is not. Well, whatever you've been through is, according to our president, is beautiful. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's, no, it's brutal. It's brutal. It's brutal. <laughs> it's brutal. You see, how I spelled that the other day. B R. It's under control. You like that? That's what he said. It's under control. It's, it's nice. Control. Mm. Let's see the media's coverage of the virus. Uh, February 28th, he says, "You wonder if the press is in hysteria mode." Afterwards, on April 13th, he, Trump plays a bunch of video clips of media members downplaying the coronavirus with the headline: "The media minimized the risk of the start from the start." Uh, okay, so basically, <laughs> I mean, it's the media job though to yeah. cause hysteria. We they, know that they've got. They've got to report what's out there. They got to report his dumb ass stuff that he says because we need to know. Mm-hmm. But that ain't changing nobody because the people who feel like they can come out of the closet with their racism, they're happy about him. They love Trump, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's just. I, I didn't know. know it was as many minority uh, Republican supporters. Like they've come. I. I They've come out the closet. Yeah, too. I've never knew. <laughs> Child, I don't judge anybody for quiet. I honestly don't judge you for being Republican or Democrat. I just want you to be in a position and know why you're there, mm-hmm. not just because it be Republican, Democrat. You can be independent, Tea Party, whatever. Just as long as you have a good, solid reason for being there. If your reason for being there is because my grandpappy was this, then that's dumb. Or if you're there because you feel like you're wealthy, so you should be a Republican because whatever. No. Be what you are because you really have a sound thought process right. behind why you're there. You've done your research. You yeah. agree. So, side note, do y'all feel like Joe Biden has a black agenda yet? Let me just tell you something. Because <laughs> now we're going to talk about that for a second. Look, me, me, me and Mr. Ingram talked about this last night. I, I, I love having these type of conversations with intellectual people. I am just not feeling blow Joe. I don't feel it. Mm. I If I had to choose between him or Bernie, I would have chose Bernie. Off rip. And then if I had to choose between anybody else aside of them, it would have been Pete. It would have been, uh, was it Pete Buttigieg? It would have been that uh, Andrew, what's his name? Andrew. Um, Andrew Yang. Yang. Mm-hmm. Somebody young with some fresh ideas. Okay, but now that we have Joe, do you think he should have a black agenda specifically for us? He needs to have. A- and do you think he should have an African-American woman as vice president? Yes, yes, yes. He should have. He should have an African. Not well. Let me say this. He shouldn't have an African American woman because Trump don't. He should have. He never did. 
Yeah. He should have who's appropriate for the role. Because mm. he's old as fuck. If he gets voted in, he'll be the oldest president to be voted into office. He's old as fuck, mm-hmm. number one. Mm-hmm. Him and Bernie both. I'm tired of seeing these old dudes, old <laughs> white dudes. I mean, I, I ain't got nothing against white people, but these old white dudes, you need somebody in there that's young at least. Give us a poop, beat it, booty jazz, or Andrea. Somebody who's younger, even Cory Booker. Give us somebody that's younger, no matter who they are and what their race is, younger. Okay. Um, with some some politic, political experience, like Barack Obama was. And so whoever that is. And he needs to not only have an agenda for the African-American people because I'm just so fucking sick and tired of us not having reparations. I'm sorry. I'm bringing it back out. We need reparations. We need we something. We just got to, reparations. You ain't get your stimulus check. You ain't get your stimulus check. <laughs> Sweetie. <laughs> that's that's, that's a, as close as we gonna get to a reparation. brown people, it's like a yeah. And she trying to pass then, a second. Be, well, it, it, it no, didn't I didn't pass. Get shit. It didn't pass. It pa- well, it passed, it passed the House, the but the Senate has to, and the Senate's down. majority Republican, so they're gonna be like, Bleh. yeah, they don't want to help the poor people like myself. Honey, I didn't get it yet. I, I didn't I, get my stimulus I didn't get it either. I, had, I was waiting on it. It never came. So fine. I went in and put it on line so hopefully it'll be here in the next 7 to 10 14 and 30 days I don't know okay. hopefully I'll get it soon but there needs to be a conversation mm-hmm. about right sizing the wrongs that were done the crimes committed against us in America there will be a question about legal legality behind it what they're gonna say is at the time it was legal for things that were happening to happen but then okay fine but after that became illegal they still committed crimes against us so yes to answer your question is short without all my intellectual piece that I just added to it. There needs to be some program for black people, a big program where they spend trillions of dollars on our asses and make sure that we can get to the level that they get to. We should be having the same abilities as they have and same resources they have. We don't have the money. My biggest problem with that is we have money. They have money that was built off the backs of my ancestors and they have, because of compounding interest over the years, they've got millions and billions of dollars that came out. Even the company, when we did the podcast about the companies that, that came and participated in slavery, Aetna, Chase Bank, all them companies, they have built money off of profiting from slavery. So we should get a chunk of that in today's value with the accumulated and, and a compounded interest. So yes, there needs to be a black agenda and that needs to be it along with some other stuff. We need a whole program because see, one of my employees came to me and asked me to make a copy of a check for her. She was Indian and she got a check for like $1,100 fucking dollars from her Indian reservation. I'm like, well, shit, do we get something? But this money y'all get is clearly coming from the government or the government gave y'all this land. We need something where we can get some money every month we don't, I don't necessarily believe that every citizen need. I liked what Andrew Yang was doing, but I don't think that every citizen necessarily needs $1,000 a month. I think African-Americans need to get at least $5,000 a month until we pay the fuck off based on our individual families. We need a big chunk of money or something, and then, you know, whatever. I don't know. Yes, there needs to be a black agenda. See, I got upset about that. That's a whole other podcast. But yes, there needs to be. Okay. Okay. What? We're here. No, I, I'm not. I didn't say anything. Okay. So, so um, on Trump calling it the Chinese virus, um, so on March 18th, he said, it's not racist at all. No, not at all. It comes from China. That's why it comes from China. I want to be accurate. And then on March 24th, China. he said, look, everyone knows it came out of China, but I decided we shouldn't make any more of a big deal out of it. I think I've made a big deal. I think people understand it. On March 26th, he said, it got out there and I started calling it the Chinese virus and everybody picked it up. And you know, I'm not looking to do that. Look, it's better to have a good relationship. 
on March 26th, which was the same day, he said this was a Chinese virus, but I don't have to say it if they feel so strongly about it. So what is it? <laughs> is it not the China virus or is it, is it the China virus? I don't get it. Is he saying that this is what? Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm, well, wouldn't it be uh, modern day terrorism if, if this was the case that it came from China? And it exposed everybody in the United States of America. That would be biological warfare. So we should have a war now, right? We should be getting all our troops together and we should be going to China and tearing some shit apart, right? Come in at China from all angles. We need to go into the middle of China and work our way to the shores. And then we need to go from the shores and work our way in. And by the time we meet at the middle or wherever we meet at, everybody's going to be down. Because our import and export from China has never stopped during this entire Not at all. No. And honestly, let me be clear. I'm joking about the war thing. I don't think we should be going to war about this. But unless we can prove that it was done intentionally, there are some things, some people that are saying that it did come from the United States. Someone went to China from the United States and started this thing there in the lab, whatever. So um, we got that one doctor, I forgot his name, that he was working for the but the labs in China, it was a lot of some undercover shit going on. He's getting paid a hell of bucks, too. I forgot that whole situation. And it's been covered up with propaganda because it was a big thing. But anyway, he went to jail or some shit like that. But I don't know to say we need to go to war unless we can prove that they did that shit intentionally. Child, and y'all want to keep saying it came from somebody eating a bat. People been eating bats. People eat dogs. People eat the raccoons they off sure the road, do. off the back road. Roaches, people all eat roaches. Oh, spiders. People eat. Y'all yeah. be eating fish, Booty. octopus. That's all. Y'all yeah. be eating fish that live in water that has been, you know, that's had Scavaging. all these chemicals dumped in. Mercury. And y'all really want to believe? Now I don't know where it came from. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor. But I know one thing: I don't believe it came from somebody eating the bat because y'all been eating crazy shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I don't believe it came from anybody eating a damn bat. They've been eating bats. So, okay, who's so next? New York said they needed? They need um, they have a need for ventilators, right? So on March 26, he says, "I don't believe you need forty thousand or thirty thousand ventilators." And then on March 29th, after it was noted that he said that the governors don't actually need the equipment they asked for, I didn't say that. Come on. (laughs) Come on now. I didn't say that. (laughs) Which we knew that New York was going to get hit the hardest because it's a melting pot. It's some of everybody and their mama in that state. So Mm -hmm. it was going to hit a million plus within the first month. We mm-hmm. knew that for sure. Yeah. And then even after that, uh, he said New York Governor Andrew Cuomo uh, ridiculously wanted 40,000 ventilators. We gave him a small fraction of that, and it was plenty. How the fuck are you going to tell this man with all these different COVID cases that this is plenty? It, and that's sad because ventilators, they do help some people, but a lot of times people, they say that, I don't know what the statistics are, but they say once you go on a ventilator, then that's pretty much it for you. That's what I heard. How, has that been your experience? Have you seen that? case if people go on well, no, we've had a, have ventilators? I, f- I felt like we put people on our ventilators prematurely which now, caused more problems than, than needed to be what why is it causing problems is it are they is it breathing for them it's breathing for them yeah they can't the, and helping them breathe at the same time why do you think it causes more problems because if if your body is trying to produce the air on its own and you automatically put them on the machine that breathes for dependent. them it's like air going against natural air. Like it's pushing air into your body, but your body was already trying to produce its own. 
Yeah. So now you're affecting organs, your lungs, your heart, because there's too much pressure. And it also seems like it would, the body would get dependent on that and not do it on its own. Unless it gets well, no, really we're, critical. They were, now, the doctors were very diligent about winging them off and getting them off the ventilator. So they can breathe um, on their own. Yeah, so they can be, breathe on their own if they really felt like, you know, you can do it. There was, you know, test runs every other day or once or twice during the day to see how your body will react without it. My biggest thing is that it took so long for these ventilators and for these masks and all this shit to get produced. Especially here in Detroit, we're like the manufacturing capital almost, at least for automotive, I can say that. And all this industry we have here, I don't understand. And I get it, it takes some time. It takes some money. But I think it took too much time. Don't really give a fuck how much money it costs because taking money out of people's pockets who don't deserve it in the first place, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it took too much time for us to be able to shift over to say, okay, we're now producing ventilators like... 100 a day, or now we ramp it up to 250 a day, and we're going to slowly ramp up. It, should, it seems well, like what I was long. nervous about was actually the ventilators being made right because it, be, it would be pointless for us to be producing these ventilators like we produce cars, and we already know that every car has been get recall. Get, it's a recall to it. We can't afford that for these lives. Right. So if, if we're not going to give it 100% and, and do test runs and trials on it, it was no purpose of even putting that idea out there in the first place. We right. might as well just keep on using the the machines that we got. And you were only put on there if this was just like, you're like at the worst of the worst anyway. Yeah. All right. So on pulling back on WHO funding, which is the World Health Organization, um, on April 7th, we're going to put a hold on money spent to the World Health Organization. We're going to put a very powerful hold on it. <laughs> and then on April 17th, 17 minutes later after he made that statement, he said, I mean, I'm not saying I'm going to do it, but we're going to look at it. <laughs> he he says things that sound big and bossy and bad bitches, bitchish, but then he pulls back. Right. Ridiculous. ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I said it first. Jinx, you can't talk until someone says your name, James. Oh, Because was every country today. wasn't hit hard like Italy and China. And the United States, because Canada only had 2,000 cases. Child, they got fresh air up there. There's as as a lot of land and a few you, people. As soon as you cross that border, you can breathe, honey. I don't, even, like- <laughs> I don't even think they had a death. It was literally only like 2,000 cases. And every state did not have COVID-19. I want everybody to know that as well. Mm-hmm. Every Out of all 51 states, there were states that never had COVID-19 at all. Actually, as of May the 16th, mm-hmm. Canada only had 1,157 cases of coronavirus. Any deaths? Um, let me see if I can find Because we've been trying to take Daniel over there since it started, and we can't get through. All right, you can't go over there. Because Canada was like, ur, ur. Right, they said, no, Excuse you, no. thank uh-uh. you. That's okay. He's so ready to go see his daddy. It don't make no type of sense. Like, mm-hmm. they got to open up the border. Daniel don't even care. Daniel like, I just get the virus. I need to see my daddy. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I don't give a good goddamn. <laughs> Took like, I just catch it. As long as I'm over there with my daddy. Like, oh, it's cool. Lord. Oh, wait. This looks different. I'm sorry. This might have been a lie. Let me go back and tell. Okay, this is different. That's not true. This says... Okay, nope, nope, nope. Here we go. Yeah, his daddy told us it was only two. Okay, this is the these are the numbers from online. That was a complete misrepresentation. Okay. They had seventy six thousand to two hundred and four confirmed cases. Out of those recovered were thirty eight thousand one fifty nine 
and they had 5,702 deaths. In Canada? In Canada. Mm. And since the 38,000 is, is, is recovered, I guess, and the other 5,000 are dead, whatever's left over that 76,000, I'm going to assume that they're still recovering or still battling. But yeah, okay. So yeah, they did have a lot over in Canada, but not as many. This is clearly 5,702 deaths versus our 88,000 and versus Italy's whatever. This is a lot. This is not a lot. This okay. is not a lot at all, but they did have something. Um, so they have increased. Yeah, but it's still, I mean, still, that ain't shit compared to, I mean, still, it's people dead, but this still ain't shit compared to other places. Like in Italy, so Italy had 225,000 confirmed cases, 123,000 uh, recovered, and then they had 31,763 deaths. Where else was it really bad at? So that's what I'm saying. The numbers for the flu and the numbers for the coronavirus is just about the same as far as surviving and deaths. That that was what I looked up, I think, the last time I was even researching this. The flu rate might have been a little more, though, mm-hmm. in the past five years. Like, I think it was a little more. I could be wrong. Yeah. And people get the flu every single year. Every single year. Every single every year. year. We've always had viruses and we've always had stuff going around. It's just about the proper management of it. So... Wow. So I think this is going to be like the same like within the next five years. We're going to have the flu and then the virus. Again, I just don't want us to be the guinea pigs for this vaccine. I just don't. And right. I just feel like we are. And Because you can't get the flu vaccine right. I just, I'm just i just trying to understand. And then everybody like, well, we got a black, a black woman scientist working on the vaccine. I don't give a good guy. Yeah, but they're going to alter it. <laughs> Even if it was correct, they're right. going to alter it. She noticed, I noticed this, and it's okay. You tried. You tried it. We commend you for, for trying. Right. I agree, but still, it's going to be some bullshit. Mm-hmm. So here's the, um, the last one, <laughs> and this is going to be the only time our topic is going to be centered around this fool. The, uh, the chloroquine and hydro, hydroxychloroquine uh, being a game changer. Mm. March 19th. We think it has been. We think it has a very serious, a very good impact on what we're talking about with respect to the virus. So you'll take a look at that. Then you can coordinate with us. But I think, to me, that's a game changer. <laughs> on the April twenty first, after that, he says, after a Veterans Affairs study indicated the treatment could be counterproductive. Mm. <laughs> this is after it said that it could be counterproductive. He goes. I don't know the report. Obviously, there has been some very good reports, and perhaps this one is not a good report, but we'll be looking at it. He does not know what the fuck he's talking about. So let's be just very clear about that, that President Donald Trump knows nothing very much. Child, don't none of them. No, no. Well, what do y'all think about Fauci? I don't know. I mean, they all up there, you know. The CD, we get we getting some one thing from them. The CDC is saying something. Everybody's like, wear a mask, don't wear a mask, social distancing, and then you got all these people. I just felt like it was no congregated on the stage together, and then you know all the reporters are sitting right next to each other. You know when they're on the TV talking about we need to social distance, and then you got all these people packed in a little press conference room. You know, nobody's wearing a mask or nothing. And then what's that one lady was up there talking about how she had felt sick or something, and. You know, like Trump made a joke of it or, you know, I, I, it's just a mess. It's just a mess. Here's my take on it. 
they should have had a solidified. A, it, it should have been the most unified front ever. Mm-hmm. You saw the the um, disagreements between that doctor, the CDC, the president, and then the actual facts. You should have never got up there and said nothing if you on the CEDC wasn't on one accord. Right. And the CDC should have never got up there and said nothing if if y'all didn't have one. It's just like if you get diagnosed with cancer, right? And you got all these team of doctors. I got one doctor coming in the room, which is the oncologist telling me that, oh, we found this and we found that and we got a cure for this. But then I have the radiologist and the chemotherapist come in. They're like, no, we don't have that. That wasn't in your chart. That ain't what it said. But my oncologist, yeah, but when we, we'll talk to him separately and he'll come back to you with what, what the, the facts really are. It's not a good team. It's not at all. You got the quarterback, the running back, the line. You, know, you got all these different parts and everybody's not playing their part to make the team cohesive and coherent. Because Dr. Fauci will come on there with his, his um, theories and his numbers and then you go to the CDC and they have their numbers and you're like, well, wait a minute, he the doctor? Who, who's saying what? what? Is this really working? Because the CDC says something totally different. Yeah. We know for a fact that y'all don't have it together. It's guaranteed. We all, that's, that's evident. But at least y'all could have came together with one full screen mm-hmm. of what you think it should, might, could be. And it's all unity. I would have respected better. Mm-hmm. I would have respected it better also if he would have got up there and been like, I don't know. But we gonna get it figured out. Cause I'm talking to my doctors every night, and they like, girl. <laughs> all I know is I ain't gonna lose my license. That's what I do know. It's <laughs> unfortunate, but it's the truth. I'm not gonna lose my license. So that's that's the good part. But I couldn't even tell you. I have no clue. Wow. And I've been in practice for 30 years. I don't. I I don't know. I, I we we all winging it. So long as my again nurses, doctors, surgeons. CRNA, as long as my license ain't being um, corrupted and, and my license in good standing, it is what it is. Let's just, let's just get it done these hours, see these people, and go home. Mm-hmm. But that falls from the top. If the top is unorganized and it's haywire, what do you expect for us to do? The body follows the head. Boom. And that's why I run a tight-ass ship. So. And the neck ain't working. That's <laughs> <laughs> broken. <laughs> so... And the hip is out of joint yep. too. So that's gonna be the mentality. As long as I, my license good, so you can't sue me. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Do you have something you want to add to this conversation? <laughs> Reach us at eatcornbreadandcaviar at gmail and follow our Instagram handle at eatcornbreadandcaviar. Now it's time for today's positive vibe. It's very sim- simple. Uh, Center yourself to be one with yourself. Mm. Clearly, we have so many factors and, and things in the world that knock us off balance. We know that because we've been knocked off balance by COVID-19. Uh, uh, stupid president, toxic people, anything like that can knock you off your fucking game. But be ye centered mm-hmm. and achieve oneness with yourself. That's it. That's all I got. Close the remarks. Who wants to go first? James? Um, I don't even know. Do your best at keeping yourself centered, like the positive vibe says. Drink your water. Um, take deep breaths. Do the best that you can at trying to remain um, 
calm during a time like this because it's very, very important. So if that means disconnecting yourself for a couple of hours every day from social media where it can be overwhelming with all of your friends posting different news articles and everything, then um, do that. If it could be blocking people who are no good for you, do that. Um, but just at the end of the day, make sure that your mental and your physical health as well, because you can do some jump. You can work out for 30 minutes every day. Y'all lazy motherfuckers. Um, <laughs> That's me. Yup. So you can work out for 30 minutes a day to make sure everything is still going. Don't just sit at home eating up all your snacks because you got an extra bridge card because you got a kid at home. So, yeah, that's it. Love it. Lord bless us all. (laughs) Missionary, mother, evangelist, Maria Renee. I mean, we are in uncertain times. I think the next five years is going to be a lot. This is the bigger picture is going to be a trickle down effect. Our economy is at stake. Mm-hmm. Our finances is at stake. Our health is at stake. Um, I just been telling people like it's gonna get worse before it get better. So whatever spiritual plane that you uh, adapt to, I, I suggest you get on it for sure. For sure. I mean, whatever you believe in, whatever you look to as a higher power, that's what you're gonna have to fuel you for the next five years. Mm-hmm. And or forever. That too. Um, I'm more concerned about our children because they're not understanding what's happening right now. Oh, and they I don't sure even don't. think we have the words to explain to them. Daniel just know that uh, he's been in the house for months. He <laughs> 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 you know he can only go down like four houses down to ride his bike and come back. Um, he know he got to wear a mask and he just ready to see his friends. So... Mm-hmm. And his daddy. And his daddy and his TTs. Like, he want to go see all his aunties. So, I think we have to come up with some type of way to explain it to our kids. Um, well, that's smart. They can get stuff. They can understand. They yeah. Don't, they don't. They, you got, they know that the virus is deadly. Yeah. Daniel, take that in a minute. <laughs> My TT going to work with that deadly virus <laughs> every night. I just wish he would stay home. <laughs> so, I wish you'd stay how home. How old too. is he? He'll be eight. Oh, he's better than the little kids I'm around, child, because they just at home screaming coronavirus. <laughs> and now, right, every now everything is it's coronavirus. It's funny. Oh, you got coronavirus. Oh, you yeah. cough. You got coronavirus. Tanner, oh, da, da, da. They Tanner just, told me he got your little brother. He goes, "You have coronavirus." I was like, "Screw you, little boy." <laughs> yeah, they just you know they don't understand. They've no. Been his words was Carol Baskin. Oh, they killed her <laughs> husband, whacked him. Like he just now start stopped saying that shit. Oh, I was God. over it. Like Daniel, say it one yeah, more time. The TikTok. I t- it's the say TikTok. It one more nuts. time, okay? <laughs> Please. But yeah, I think um, what I always used to say: we're gonna come together sooner or later. Mm-hmm. Meaning Kumbaya, us brown people. We gonna we gonna get it together. We ain't gonna have no choice, and it's coming sooner than later for oh. sure. <laughs> We're not gonna do any kumbaya and so. All right, so uh, this week, King Ramon, James Brandon, and Maria Renee, we want to thank you for listening today. Thank you. We had a ton of fun today talking about this dumb ass president that we have currently in the White House. Uh, he's not, not dumb. He's he's stupid. he's smart in some ways. In some because he still think as a businessman. So some of the things that he do, I do agree with. Not all. 
but he's made us accountable with our money. Right? How? I think more people are starting to to budget and save. Most and people get, making more money being on this unemployment when they can finally get through than they are working at mm-hmm. work. I know most of my people are doing better than what I pay them, unfortunately. Yep. He didn't gave them a stimulus check. Not saying that Obama didn't, but I but mean, he didn't have to do as much as this because this is, he didn't have a he had some catastrophe. What did he have in his presidency? He had the Ebola or some shit. He had SARS, something he had in his, but it wasn't this bad at all. But I think he would have made better decisions mm-hmm. and would have had a better conversation. But still. We had I mean, a, he look. He didn't add it to everybody' food stamps. Yeah, like yeah. I just saying they buying up all my <laughs> groceries at Whole Foods with their food stamp card. That's you why know? they're there because they can get it. Whole yeah, Foods like we'll take are. all your money, mm-hmm. no problem. Of course they will. Um, yeah, so. Five dollars for one thing of eggs. I I will piggyback off of what you said, just ever so gently about mm-hmm. the whole saving thing, because I, a lot of people do very poorly with managing mm-hmm. their money mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. um and then when they get caught in a crisis they're like well oh shit like and they they look for their friend or somebody to bail them out mm-hmm. well everybody in a crisis right now mm-hmm. so can't nobody bail nobody out so everybody's like well shit penny pinching yeah. on they yeah. pinching i okay. shouldn't have bought yeah. them jordans Coupon or i shouldn't have bought yeah. you know yeah. that last order for yeah. fashion nova that's taken three weeks to get to my house mm-hmm. now maybe i shouldn't have bought, I bought that, that or before i got this coming on right you I'm, know I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give it there we're getting life insurance Thing. Was that saying that you bought a PlayStation 4 that's coming on Wednesday? Yeah. Oh, okay. I did. Um, but yeah, and I've I've honestly helped a lot of brown people open savings accounts mm-hmm. since this has happened. Mm-hmm. They're getting their stimulus check and then they want to, they're like, I need to, to save, save some yeah. money. For and a rainy like, day such as this. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Make sure you, you save it. Your savings account is not a transactional account. It's for saving. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. It's a little, it's a little, little baby Light. It's not Good. because of him, though. It's because of the situation. Well, he didn't give two shits about people that wasn't like him. He didn't give a fuck. No, no, okay. I'm done with him. Anyway, folks, <laughs> thanks again for being here. Uh, please, please, please subscribe, rate, comment, and share. It literally costs you nothing but what? A few seconds of time. Few seconds. A few time. Hey. <laughs> you- <laughs> <laughs> you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google, and Spotify. And we're out here, so help us out, share us out. You want to connect with us? Follow us on Instagram. Our handle is Eat Cornbread and Caviar. Kick happy. <laughs> eat Cornbread mm. and Caviar. Or hit us up at Eat Cornbread and Caviar at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. This is your host, Ramon. We are out. Remember to like, share, subscribe, and always listen on Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Store, and Spotify. You're listening to the Detroit is Different Podcast Network.